All right, welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. Uh, reminder here, too, that uh, if you can't catch the whole program live today, we go to podcast on Monday. You can find us, uh, find Car Radio on all your favorite podcast channels. We're on Spotify, Google, Apple, Detroit News. Uh, so, uh, uh, you can access us uh, any number of ways and also access us here at 313-778-7600 if you want to join the conversation. And we're going to be talking with David Tracy here, who's the founder of The Autopian. David, how are you? Doing well, Henry. Hey, gra- glad to be here. Yeah, always uh, great to have you on the program. Although, David, we're going to uh, miss you in Michigan. I gather you are uh, heading west. Yes, after nine and a half years. Uh, here in Michigan, I moved here to work at Chrysler as an engineer, and uh, I stayed because of the car culture. Uh, I don't have any family ties here, but the car culture is just so gripping uh, that I stuck around for nine and a half years, and now it's time to go. A lot of car culture out in California, where you're headed. Uh, so, so yeah, talk about uh, uh, why, why you're making the move. Uh, David uh, has, has founded this uh, wonderful site, the Autopian um, I, I highly recommend it uh, uh, to you. Really, really a diverse, uh, 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 just a variety of stuff there that you can find at the Autopian. And David knows his stuff. He's an engineer. He's uh, been in and out of uh, Jeeps and, in particular, off-road vehicles, which, why, which is why we love talking with him. But, uh, yeah, David, talk, talk about what you're going to do out in L.A. Um, yeah, I've, we've got a, a big team out in L.A. Um, we're... The three founders of the Autopian are it's me, uh, Jason Torchinsky, the two of us we used to work at the Jalopnik. We used to write there for a while. And um, we teamed up with Bo Bachman, um, based out of L.A., um, of Galpin Ford fame. Also, uh, you might know him from Pimp My Ride um, and uh, Car Kings and a number of other things. He's a, a real car nut, and he's got an incredible team out in L.A., Great, an incredible video team, of course, a, a talented business team. Um, and that's where our business is based, our website's based. The Autopian is a car culture website. If you are a car geek of any sort, uh, we appreciate, you'll probably find a place at, at the Autopian. Uh, we're not, um, you know, we're not like typical, um, you know, more power equals better car guys. We are, um, we're, we love all sorts of cars. We're going to, we got a story today going up about low rider culture, um, and we appreciate, you know, EVs. We appreciate, you know, cheap cars, high-end cars. It's we're all over the place. Yeah, and a great car, car culture over out there in uh, California. I mean, the uh, the weather's always sunny and seventy degrees, and uh, you can go to the mountains, you can go to the drag strip, uh, you can go to the coast uh, and show, you know, show off your beautiful wheels. But you, but you're in traffic a lot too, David. What what do you think of that? I have some concerns about that. You know. I, <laughs> Jason, Jason, my two two other co-founders, Bo and Jason, are they're both from LA, and we've had this this debate about where car culture is best between Detroit and LA, and they are adamant that it's LA, and I am adamant that it's Detroit, <laughs> um, and I think part of it, I have this very strange, this is a very very small part of my argument, I, but it's something I want to mention because it's very odd. I think that it's possible that rust actually helps car culture in Detroit. It's it's not intuitive, but I think rust actually aids in car culture. As an example, let's just say someone has a Ford Aerostar minivan, you know, a 90s minivan that no one really cares about, but it's rust-free. It's from Texas. In L.A., 
You take that to a car show, they'll tell you, get out of here. There's no point. There are hundreds of these vans here, rust-free Aerostar. But you go to a meetup here in Detroit, everybody will be swarming you. They'll be like, whoa, this thing is so clean. And, it, and I've, I've hosted a number of car shows where someone just shows up in some 1990s, you know, what would otherwise be considered a junker, but it's clean and rust-free, and people really appreciate it. And so it lowers the sort of, sort of the bar of, like, what's interesting. You could just buy something cheap from down south, and you're welcome in almost any car show. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, that's an interesting interesting argument. And of course, uh, out here in the Midwest too, we 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 always say uh, California is a different country because every day is sunny and seventy. Uh, so it's a great electric vehicle uh, environment. Bring that electric vehicle out here to uh, Detroit in January when it's eight degrees, and let's let's talk about uh, range. That's true. Yeah, that is a struggle. <laughs> well, so the 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 and you and you got a fleet of cars you got to take out there, or maybe you're not. Uh, you know, you're 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 a guy who likes to uh, work on cars, uh, likes to have a backyard. Um, uh, ba- you know, uh, uh, land is uh, land is uh, a little little less affordable out in L.A. Uh, we're going to find you out in the country uh, somewhere uh, so you can work on your cars. Well, I'm starting with eight cars. Um, <laughs> And I'm having to whittle whittle down the fleet. Um, the, there are some of them, like the, I've gotten rid of three cars in the last two weeks. Um, a 1958 Willys FC170 uh, and a 1993 Jeep Grand Cherokee five-speed, uh, rare, rare, one of 1400. Um, and I'm getting rid of uh, my winter, winter beater, which is a concept that to a Californian is the most absurd thing you just buy a car just to drive it and just let it rot out in the winter, which is crazy. Um, so I'm trying to bring just four cars to California, and um, I can park two at my apartment, and then two, Bo is going to let me uh, park on his uh, on his property in the <laughs> Van Nuys area. <laughs> it's, um, I'm worried that my fleet is going to grow very quickly when I get out there and I see all of these rust-free cars. For, oh, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of good toys out there. So, uh, so uh, David, uh, a toy that I just named uh, Detroit News Vehicle of the Year is the is the Ford Maverick Tremor, and uh, and I I I wanted to talk to you about. It. I don't think you've been in it yet. I just took it out to uh, Hollyoaks RV Park, uh, my favorite off-road uh, park here in the metro. Uh, area and just had a ball <clears throat> with this car. And um, before I did that, I referenced an article that you wrote uh, for the Autopian, and you, in which you went through the Ford Maverick Tremor. You, 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 uh, you kind of crawled all over that vehicle when they first showed it out at Holly mm-hmm. Oaks a few months ago, and talked about its off-road uh, capability. And uh, talk a little bit about what you saw. All right, so. Again, I'll preface, I haven't driven the vehicle, but there are certain attributes that you can assess without having even driven a car. Um, When I talk about vehicle's off-road capability, the first and most important attribute is geometry, and that is simply, is this vehicle, uh, um, is its shape conducive to going over uh, a uneven terrain over big obstacles and, and all that. So it's not just ground clearance. I mean, if you, if you can imagine um, a car with uh, 
you know, a foot of ground clearance, which is a whole bunch. But there's a huge overhang in front of the front axle, like a, you know, like a fire truck or something. You have tons of ground clearance, but you wouldn't be able to get up a steep hill. So it's that's that's the approach angle is important, departure angle, and it's not even just those. It's some things, um, like for example, the Maverick Tremor has I think roughly nine inches of ground clearance, a little more than that, nine point four maybe. Yeah. But it's it's a good figure. Like on the face of it, it's a good figure, and it compares favorably to the ground clearance of a number of the best off-road vehicles ever. I mean, if you look at the old Jeep Cherokee XJ that uh, was around from 84 to 01. That thing, a, a Billy Goat off-road, has like 8-point-some inches of ground clearance. So where the ground clearance is is extremely important, too. So just looking at the figure, 9 inches or 9.4, whatever it is, that, that's not enough. So, if, you know, when I took my first look at the Maverick Tremor, I noticed, of course, it has a big belly. Um, so the breakover angle is not incredible. It has a big rear overhang, so the departure angle is not incredible. Yeah, it's a pickup truck. But it does truck. have a great approach angle. Um, go ahead, Henry. You were saying, you were saying something there? No, I said, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a pickup truck. Yeah, so it's <laughs> departure oh, angle is not going to be too good. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's a, a four-door pickup. You know, any pickup truck, you're, you're going to expect – a big wheelbase and a big rear overhang. So yeah, that's totally, totally makes sense. Even the Jeep Gladiator is not great in those areas. Yeah. So it totally makes sense. And the most important of those angles really is the approach angle. And there you've got roughly 30 degrees on the Maverick Tremor, which is good. Um, now, with that said, there were a few areas where I thought the vehicle would probably see its biggest limitations. So, of course, breakover departure, like I said. But the ground clearance at the rocker panels is not very high. So even though overall ground clearance is over nine inches, the right below the doors, you know, between the axles, that's a pretty low spot. And, and when you go off-roading, what you want to do is you want to place your front tires on obstacles as you drive down uh, uh, a, a trail. So if there's a rock, you want to put your tire on the rock. Well, then what's going to happen when you get off the rock, it's going to end up right there behind the front tires, which is at the rocker panel. So that's kind of a low spot for the Maverick Tremor. Um, and I, I sort of thought that was a little, you know, possibly could be a hindrance if you're doing crazy off-roading, which you probably won't be doing. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, that's uh, you know that's and that's key too, David. When you're when you're you know you, you compare that to a uh, to a Wrangler, for example, or or a, totally. within the family, a Ford Ranger. Those those are on ladder frames too, so their rockers are just generally more robust than a uh, than a unibody uh, like the Maverick. So I think yeah, people who take this thing off road, they really got to be concerned about that. Um, but just the fact that you're taking this thing off-road is what I love. Like you say, it's got a good approach angle. It's got all-terrain tires. So you and I love the base Maverick, which is a hybrid, gets, you know. Almost, great. Yeah, just great, great, affordable little car at 23 grand. Here we are, you know, you, you put a totally different drivetrain in this thing, uh, you know, 250-horse uh, uh, turbo four, put all-terrain tires on it. And all of a sudden, this is also a unique truck. I mean, what other truck can you get for thirty-four thousand bucks that you can take off-road with, uh, you know, with a uh, with off-road capability? Well, I think so. so this is basically a Bronco Sport pickup truck, yeah, more or less. 
Um, the drivetrain is the same. And that, that vehicle is reasonably good off-road. It was a good point you just made about, you know, comparing this to a Wrangler Gladiator, even a Colorado, doesn't make sense. Um, and that's really the ticket. When you, when you look at this truck, your expectation needs to be in the right area. And it sort of gets tricky with the model name. So if you look at the other four tremors, like the F1, you know, the F, F trucks, those are solid, you know, those are solid rear axle, body on frame, vehicles with lots of differentials. And so you might think, okay, well, it's got the same name there, Tremor. It's not, it's not on the same level from a hardware standpoint, but it's still, you know, it, it, it's still, you know, it, it seems like it would be solid. And also the fuel economy, that's really, that's really where I think this thing is the most compelling is like, hey, you can take this thing, do some reasonable off-roading and actually get, you know, at least probably 25 easily on the highway. Yeah, no, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a really diverse little truck. Uh, uh, David, thanks for uh, joining us as always. Good luck uh, in L.A. and maybe we'll check, check in with you once you're settled out there. Thanks a lot, Henry. Appreciate All right. That's David Tracy. Find all his great work at the Autopian. You're on Car Radio 910 AM. We'll be right back after the break. The following message has been brought to you by the doctors of Horsley Foot and Ankle. Thick, dark fungus nails? We treat that. Those hideous bunions and hammer toes? We treat that. What about those thick corns and calluses? We treat that, too. I suffer from foot pain and heel pain. We treat that. Even falls, breaks, and sprains? We most definitely treat that. Let the board-certified podiatrist of Horsley Foot and Ankle Surgeons treat all your foot and ankle needs. Call us today at 248-559-5200. That's 248-559-5200. Horsley Foot and Ankle is Metro Detroit's premier foot and ankle specialist. Make your appointment today. Call 248-559-5200. Diabetic feet? We treat that. Painful legs and cramps? We treat that. Numbness and tingling? We treat that too. Horsley Foot and Ankle treats it all. Make your appointment today. Call 248-559-5200. Log on to horsleyfoot.com for more info. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesdays, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows. Like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. My 38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My 38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Mike Z for more information at 248-357-4566. 248-357-4566. Or email at M-I-K-E-Z at the wordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive 
complete patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, and we will be talking about Mustangs here uh, in a little bit. Uh, we'll be joined by Ed Krantz, who's the chief engineer for the Ford Mustang, and uh, they had a little news this week. But uh, before we get there, we want to uh, talk to our good friend Roman Mika, who is with TFL Trucks, and we're going to still we're going to keep talking uh, trucks. Uh, with Roman, uh, we've been uh, talking about the Ford Lightning, talking about the Ford Maverick Tremor, uh, the Detroit News Vehicle of the Year for 2022. And uh, Roman run, runs a website called TFL Trucks, which is the uh, best uh, website out there for trucks. They do a lot of testing out in Colorado, uh, really baseline these trucks to each other and test the manufacturer claims in, ter- in terms of payload, towing, off-road capability. Roman, how are you? I'm great, Henry. Thanks for the chance to be on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, always good to, to talk to you. And, uh, you know, Roman, I opened the show today um, and uh, talking about the Detroit News Vehicle of the Year, and my expectation was that Ford Lightning was going to be my vehicle of the year. I, I was really impressed with that truck. Uh, when uh, when it first came out, when I first tested it, I tested it here. I tested it uh, in the streets of uh, Detroit. Um, but uh, I began to have doubts when I, I read your test about the truck, which was which uh, addressed towing capability. And trucks are, are are by definition a Swiss Army knife. They have to do everything, uh, and and that's that's a, that's a, a real limitation. I found with the truck, and uh, it's a limitation that you guys found with the truck. Yeah, you know how some cars are like over-engined and under-engined. You know what I mean? There's uh, too much horsepower, or uh, people would say there's no such thing. But you, you can you can put too much power through a chassis, right? Or some cars don't have enough power. Well, I think the problem with the Lightning, and I think people are starting to discover it. And keep in mind, we bought ours in the spring, and then. Drove it all the way up to Prudhoe Bay in Alaska. So in about three months, we put 13,000 miles on it. So I think we're about as familiar with the Lightning as you can get. But I think it's under-batteried. I just don't think that there's enough battery. And the thing that uh, really affects um, electric trucks is speed, right? So it almost exponentially increases power use the faster you go. So we found that when we drove ours from – we picked it up in Detroit and we drove it to Colorado – we were lucky to get about 280 miles of range, lucky, uh, and the truck was rated by the EPA at 320. Uh, and then when we switched to um, all-terrain tires, right, because that's what you need in Colorado, then we lost another 10%, and then we put a, a, a camper on the back of it, and that was an aerodynamic uh, brick, and that made it even worse. Um, and so you're exactly right. You know, uh, trucks need to do a lot of things. 
Uh, and unfortunately, especially in the case of the Lightning, uh, I think that the 130-kilowatt-hour battery is just not enough. And, and, I, and I say that because we now have a Hummer EV, which has a 250-kilowatt-hour battery, uh, and that will, you know, get an honest 320 miles of, of highway range going at 75, which, you know, with a truck that is about as square as you can get. But yeah. that's because it's got 100, 120 more kilowatt hours of battery, which is huge. Yeah, it's a 9,000-pound truck. Have you uh, tried towing with the Hummer? Yeah. We did, yeah. We compared it to uh, a GMC. Uh, and uh, once again, with the Ford, gosh, you know, we ran – Got to about 120 miles, and we ran out of range, I believe. And then with the, with the Hummer, we got about 150 miles towing. It was a 6,000-pound kind of a toy hauler. Once again, very big square uh, thing. It really depends on what you're towing. You know, if you're towing, let's say, something that's a little bit more aerodynamic, like a boat or like, you know, a car on a flatbed, you'll get more range. Uh, and to, to their credit, Ford uh, does, uh, if you actually set up the, the trailer in the truck, it does, calculate your distance based on the kind of trailer you put into it. But once again, you know, wind, temperature, um, you know, are you going uphill or are you going downhill? These these all are the things that affect range. And the thing is, it also happens in a gas truck, but because it takes you like, what, a minute and a half to fill up a gas truck, you don't really notice it. Whereas, you know, with the, gosh, with the Hummer EV, we spend almost an hour charging it up. And that's the downside of a big battery. You spend a lot of time charging yeah, you're, yeah, and and that, and that that figure uh, is a little deceptive too, isn't it? That you, uh, if you got 320 miles of range, that's at 100 percent of charge. Well, it takes a while to get to 100 percent. Really, with EVs, optimally, you want to be charging uh, uh, to 80 percent uh, because it really gets slow over 80. And if you're on the road uh, towing, that's that's a lot of time to be sitting around. Did you have uh, uh, do you have any issues uh, bringing your trailer into a charging station? Um, yeah, that's another issue. Uh, you take up all the charging stations. Electrify America, which is the biggest network outside of Tesla, is starting to do you know pull through stations where you could kind of drive through them as opposed to like you know backing up into them. But, yeah, if you're uh, at most EA stations and you're towing, you're going to have to either take up a bunch of spaces, which is going to, you know, make a bunch of people mad, or unhook, which is not good because that, that takes a long time. Yeah. Is that what you guys did? Did you unhook? Um, we did both. <laughs> <laughs> We've been towing so much with them. Mainly, you know, we unhooked a couple times when there was no one there. You know, we kind of we kind of gambled and hoped that nobody would come and get mad at us. Uh, <laughs> for the most part, we gambled right. But yeah, it's 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 hard. Now, I would say you, you just said that the Maverick is the truck of the year uh, for one of the publications in Detroit. I yeah, Detroit News, but uh, Ma- Maverick uh, Tremor. So uh, um, I was impressed uh, with the Maverick last year in twenty. 20- uh, the 2022 model, uh, the hybrid, and then this year they came out with this Tremor that was a totally different model. I mean, it's, just, it's a different truck, different powertrain, all-terrain tires, uh, and, and a totally different price point at $34,000. I, I thought that was the best uh, pickup value out there this year. Yeah, and you nailed it. We have one today at the office as well, and I think the big story this year in trucks is just how crazy expensive they got. I mean, you know, it, it's unbelievable how expensive trucks got. I'll give you an example. So, as you know, there's a new mid-sized Colorado coming, right? It's Colorado's uh, it's a Chevy, uh, and um, I think they're starting production on it in Detroit either this week or this month. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be at the dealerships very shortly. 
Uh, so uh, the configurator went live uh, this week, and Andre and I, uh, who's managing editor of CFL Truck, sat down and configured um, the truck starting at the cheapest, Colorado, to the most expensive. So let, let me ask you a question. How, how expensive do you think you can get a mid-sized Colorado? Boy, is it pushing 60? It's pushing 70, Henry. 70, Holy cow. I know. It starts at about 30. So they've, they've upped the price from um, last, the current model, by about 3000 Of course, they've changed everything. So the Colorado was available, you know, a two-door version, a short cab with a long bed. Now there's only one configuration, which is a you know, four-door crew cab with a short bed. Uh, they got rid of all the engine choices. So there was a diesel for a while. Uh, of course, there was a V6. Now it's only, you know, a four-cylinder um Turbo that either puts out anywhere from 200 to 310 horsepower, depending on how how you configure it. Uh, so much fewer choices in terms of the truck layout uh, and of course the engine powertrain. So same engine, different output, uh, and then two-wheel drive work truck. The WT starts at about 30, and then when you get into the uh, you know top of the line off-roady truck, we configure it to just short of 70,000. The ZR2, which was you know, which is mind blowing. Yeah, that really is. Yeah, and I remember when the the most expensive uh, uh, full size truck you could find was seventy thousand dollars. So that so so that begs the question again with the with the Maverick Tremor. I mean, it's it's in white space. There's there's no other truck that competes uh, with it really. I mean, the the uh, Hyundai Santa Fe is is an interesting tr- truck, but a more metro oriented truck uh do you think more manufacturers are going to follow ford into this uh intro compact truck uh space yeah i I hope so i i think um it's it's where a lot of the buyers are so what's happening is you know uh we first started out with sedans and of course everybody went all crossover and suv happy and i think over the last couple years we've seen that people are actually getting out of crossovers and into small trucks. And the problem is when you get into a big truck, right, you're getting into real issues of parking, of, you know, where do you put it? Can you put it in your garage? Maybe. If you're in the city where most people live, can you actually park the thing on the street? Maybe. But these small trucks are actually really parkable. So I think people like the kind of the lifestyle aspect of it right there. They see themselves on the beach with the surfboard in the back. Whether they do that or not, doesn't really matter because, you know, that, people often buy things not for what they need them for, but for what they want them for or hope to use them for. And I think, uh, I think the Maverick just hit it out of the park. And speaking of, like, Lightning, you know, we're talking about price. So Ford this week announced another increase in the base Lightning, which is a pro. Now, get this, Henry. It started out at $40,000, right, which is really affordable, really affordable. And now it's up to $56,000. So that's almost a 40% increase in about a year, yeah. uh, which is also mind-blowing when you yeah. think about that. Yeah, and I, I, I want to talk to you more about that, uh, Roman, on the other side of the break. Because, uh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a very different uh, price delta uh, from uh, yeah. where, that, where that truck started. Uh, we're going to take a break yeah. here on Car Radio, hear from our sponsors. And on the other side, we're going to continue with Roman Mika talking about trucks here on Car Radio. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule, Changing the World One Life at a Time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about 
four days to taking them. I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. am Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500. But they must air with a 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Mike Z at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at M-I-K-E-Z at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. 910, the Superstation, the oldest radio station in town since 1922. All right, welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM. We're talking with Roman Mika of tfltrucks.com. And uh, Roman, um, uh, within the EV space, and I, uh, the more I drive EVs, I, I feel like they are competing in a niche space. And, and within that uh, space, I, I find the, the Ford Lightning uh, the most compelling EV out there, uh, along with, I'd, I'd say, uh, you know, obviously the Tesla vehicles, the Model 3, Model Y, uh, have always been the pioneer in that space. I really like the uh, the Mustang Mach E, which is a competitor uh, to the to the Model Y. And and uh, among the uh, among other electrics, I really like the Lightning because it gives you uh, sort of this dual capability where you have a bed and you can do uh, work locally 
um, uh, with a bed, but you can also uh, put things up front in that massive, massive uh, front. You can put luggage up there, go to the airport, uh, you know, without worrying about uh, rain affecting luggage uh, in the cab, you know, uh, uh, reducing cabin space. Uh, do, you, do you see these electric trucks that are coming? We got Rivian in the market, we got Lightning in the market, we got uh, vehicles coming uh, from Chevrolet and, and GMC. Do you see them as metro uh, vehicles? It's um, a great question, Henry. Um, I see them as being um, unobtainium for a lot of people. I'll give you an example. So, obviously, you just said that you know Chevy and GM have uh, an electric truck coming, right? They have the Hummer EV right now, which is more of a lifestyle truck, right? That competes with things like the G wagon. I don't think, I don't think you know people are buying that to go uh, load uh, manure in the back, right? Yeah. <laughs> go spread it down their fields. Uh, they're buying that to kind of flex. Uh, but what, what's happening is that uh, the new Silverado electric truck is coming out, and I think it was either this week or last week, GM announced the price of the work truck. And get this, Henry, the work truck of the Silverado. I'm not talking about, you know, the ZR2 or the LT. The work truck is going to be over $70,000 wow. for the electric Silverado. I know. Okay. I know. It's, and it's so similar amazing. to Lordstown, isn't it? Lordstown, the Lordstown truck, which is uh, totally focused on the commercial market, but that, that, car, that, that truck starts at 65 base model. Yeah, yeah, and then then of course I know I know you know you just mentioned Tesla. So when the Cybertruck first came out on their website, Tesla said that it was going to be thirty nine thousand dollars for the base truck, and of course since that they've taken that down. And now finally three years later, uh, and I was at the launch of the Cybertruck, so I actually rode in it. Um, funny truck. I mean, you, that, that 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 windshield is raked so far forward that if you're sitting in the front seat, you can't touch the base of it. That's how big that like front dash is up in front of you. But anyway, they, they said it was going to start at thirty nine thousand. They took that down, and if I were a betting man, I'd say that truck's going to start at seventy thousand start, and that's probably just for the you know the the, the not not the performance version of it, but the regular version of it. Uh, so. I don't. I don't know where people are getting the money, especially with the way the economy is kind of turning right now to pay for all these things, and that's why trucks like the Maverick, you know, uh, make a lot of sense to a lot of people because they're still affordable. Yeah, yeah, and, and affordability in a utility uh, space is is huge. But uh, yeah, we're talking about those numbers. You and I just got out of the Kia EV6 GT. Uh, out in, in California, that's a $60,000 car. So if, if you're playing in that space as, as an EV truck, $60,000, uh, $70,000 to start with, by definition, that's a luxury space. Uh, that's maybe um, on average about 17% of the market. So is, is, that, is that the EV market? It's, it's that niche. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think until... You know, the cost of raw materials and um, chain supply stuff starts coming down for batteries. Uh, these vehicles are going to be for, for people who uh, – and the same true, holds true for cars, right? You know, uh, we bought uh, – a year a year ago, a year and a half ago, we bought the Mini SE, which was the electric version of the Mini. And at that time, it was the cheapest electric car you could buy. And with, with the government subsidy – of $7,500, it was close to, if you bought the base one, you could get it for like $21,000. And that lasted for like a few months before it mini up the cost and things got much more expensive. So both in the truck world and the car world, I think there's a lot of room for somebody to actually build an affordable EV, but it doesn't exist. The closest you're going to get to it right now is the Bolt, uh, which is, you know, affordable, but the Bolt has this um, horrible Achilles heel if you want to cross country where it only charges it 
uh, 50 kilowatts, right? Uh, and, you know, we were talking about the Hummer EV. Uh, I just road tripped that to Moab and back and took it off-road. And at one of the uh, charging stations, I was actually seeing 357 uh, kilowatts going into the truck on a 350-kilowatt charger, which is amazing, right? But uh, you, you think about the fact that the, that the Bolt has only 50 kilowatts. And I know if you're not an EV person, this probably doesn't make a lot of sense, but the numbers probably do make sense, right? Well, the, so, the, the charging time makes a lot of sense, so you, 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 you yeah. charge that Hummer pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically like imagine if you were a gas car, right, and the, and the Bolt – uh, you pull up to it, and it had this little tiny hole for where the gas coming. <laughs> you be filling up with like a thimble, it would just take you forever. Whereas the Hummer EV has this huge, huge spigot where you could just dump gas into it, and and that's the part that I think a lot of people don't understand about electric cars. And you know, um, electric cars and trucks have become political, unfortunately. Uh, and what I like to say is, you know, they're not better, they're not worse, they're different. So you just gotta you just gotta kind of wrap your head around the fact that they're. Um, you know, a different animal, and you got to learn a different language. You know, and you don't talk about miles per gallon. You talk about miles per kilowatt hour. Uh, and once you figure all that out, it becomes very intuitive and understandable. But it's it's not they're not better, they're not worse. They're just different. Right. Yeah. You got you got to fit them into your lifestyle. Well, Roman. Uh, yeah. Uh, appreciate your joining us at always as always, and uh, and we'll talk again soon as as uh, all these uh, new truck uh, EV truck rollouts come. Yeah, yeah, next year is going to be exciting. New Silverado Cybertruck, it's, it's it's happening. And hopefully, like you said, one of the, one of the other manufacturers will see just – I'm sure they will see how, how well, you know, Ford is doing with the Maverick. And the obvious company for that would be Toyota, right? You'd expect them to do something because the Tacoma's gotten very big, so you'd expect them to put something a little bit smaller and cheaper underneath the Tacoma. So I hope they're working on it. Yeah, I mean Ford's just killing it with a Maverick. I, 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 I mean, it take, we had Lindsey Brook in here earlier today. It took him six months to get the truck, but uh, he waited. I mean, he loves the thing. Yeah, yeah, sold out. Can't get him. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Roman. All right, thanks. Take care, honey. Bye. Yeah, have a good weekend. And uh, and you can find all of Roman's work at tfltruck.com. Uh, really interesting stuff. Uh, as he said, he just went to Moab and back in uh, the Hummer EVs. So uh, check that out. That'll be a, a, a good film to watch. Uh, we're going to uh, keep tra- talking uh, Fords here. We're going to shift to Mustangs, uh, manually shift to Mustangs, because we got great news uh, this week out of uh, – out of the glass house that the uh, Mustang is coming for 2024, not just in the familiar uh, EcoBoost uh, and and GT uh, model models, but we're going to get a dark horse that's going to have 500 horsepower coming out of a manually driven V8. We're joined by Ed Krenz, who's the chief engineer for Mustang. Ed, how are you? Hey, Henry, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, uh, good to have you on the program, and uh, every time, I, I, I don't see Ed a lot, but when I do, he's always got a smile on his face, uh, and he's, and uh, you know, like he's, got a, like he's got a secret, and he'll come over to me with that smile and say, this is, this is pretty cool, wait till this comes, and uh, Ed, you dropped uh, news this week, 500 horsepower uh, out of the uh, Coyote engine, the, the first time you've gotten that out of a 5-liter uh, V8. How'd you guys do it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, first we started with the uh, surprise and delight of having the dark horse in the first place, right? And then, uh, as you said, uh, we dropped the news on the uh, on the horsepower. Um, 
Yeah, it, it all started with a uh, want to, right? Um, you know, it was uh, it was no slam dunk here that we were going to invest our uh, our engineering resources that you were just talking about successful Mavericks and battery electric trucks, right? We we had to go make a make an argument that the uh, that we wanted to continue to evolve and um, increase the capability of the Coyote engine, the Gen 4 Coyote engine. And uh, there were a lot of willing participants in the glass house to, to help us make that happen. And uh, once we got the nod, uh, our engine team went to work. Uh, it all starts with a uh, twin airbox dual throttle body uh, setup, which is the first time uh, that we've done that on a production engine, uh, volume production engine at the Ford Motor Company. Wow. Um, it looks, uh, it looks outstanding, uh, at Cars and Coffee with the open hood. Um, it sounds outstanding when you use our all new remote rev feature, which allows you to uh, run the engine up to about 5,000 RPM. <laughs> talk, talk uh, about that a little bit. Why you're standing outside of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're doing that with a key fob, right? Yeah, exactly right. We, uh, you know, we take uh, the remote start capabilities um, and uh, add in with a couple more button pushes the ability to uh, activate a remote rev feature and then ultimately control a, uh, a profile of the engine revving. Uh, as I said, up to 5,000 RPM and it sounds great. Uh, we'll get the fuel shut off as it decelerates, so it gives you a little bit of those hops and bangs. Uh, definitely a uh, a new uh, a new way to be uh, social at uh, cars and coffee or uh, anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, you guys always have uh, little tricks up your sleeve like that. You did uh, introduce line lock uh, in the last gen uh, Mustang. Uh, that's a great party trick, and and uh, now you got this uh, uh, remote rev, uh, which is uh, really going to be fun uh, when folks figure that out at the Woodward Dream Cruise. Uh, uh, next year. Uh, um, Ed, hang on there. We're going to uh, take a break here, hear from our sponsors. Uh, and on the other side of the break, we'll be talking some more Mustang with Ed Krenz. You're on Car Radio, 910 AM. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside a balance of nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. 
WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesday's Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Mike Z for more information at 248-357-4566. 248-357-4566. Or email at M-I-K-E-Z at the wordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 63. All right, welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM Superstation. Uh, I can't drive 55, certainly in a Ford Mustang. It's going to be hard to do that in a uh, Ford Mustang Dark Horse. We're talking with Ed Krenz, chief engineer for uh, Mustang. And, and Ed, um, uh, Ford, uh, Ford's competition programs have always been integrated uh, with uh, production programs like uh, the Mustang. Uh, you guys are, are headed... Um, uh, into the GT3 space uh, for the first time uh, with a Ford Mustang. Uh, did, did, did that program with Ford Performance uh, help as you develop the uh, this 500 horsepower uh, dark horse? Uh, yeah, well, absolutely. It's um, from the mission of what that product wanted to be, starting with a all new performance series. And then what that, how you were going to, um, where that credibility for, for a, a new performance series was going to be, uh, what it was going to be based on. And, and no better place to, uh, to, uh, define the credibility of, uh, a Mustang Dark Horse than at Mama in a couple of years. Um, so we worked very, very collaboratively with, uh, Mark Rushbrook and his, uh, motorsports team. Um, and we're able to bring uh, sort of both vehicles or the concept of the uh, race car and the track-only variants as well as the road car all to uh, all to life at the same time in September. So 
They were very, very excited about the portfolio of uh, Dark Horse uh, from uh, from a 500 horsepower road car. Yeah, that's really uh, cool. All the way up through Le Mans. Yeah, and, and Le Mans, of course, is a big part of Ford's uh, DNA and uh, all the way to the top of the comp- uh, company. I know Bill Ford is uh, very excited about going and winning at Le Mans, as you guys did, did back in 2016 uh, with a Ford GT on the 50th anniversary of the GT40's uh, win out there. So, uh, yeah, you got support uh, uh, up and down the corporation as well as your your, your uh, fan base. So. Uh, with with the dark horse, I th- I think it's uh, obviously the first time you've come in with that badge. But is this also the first time uh, you guys have come in with the first model year of a Mustang with a performance badge? Uh, we have. I don't. No, I don't believe so. We've uh, the sixth generation when it launched in 2015. Um, included a uh, GT350. There were a select number of GT350s built in the 15 model year. Yeah. Um, so it's um, it's not uh, completely unusual to do it uh, to do a performance brand at the same or performance series at the same time. It does. Um, there are some benefits and challenges with doing it with the with the with the high volume car. Um, one of the challenges is when you do uh, when you do a performance variant, you, you like to have a stable uh, start point of the base car, so you, you know what you're getting and how to uh, how to dial up the uh, the volume. Um, but doing it at the same time, you're also allowed you're also capable of uh, sort of influencing um, some of the decisions that are made uh, in a way that enables uh, a, a very efficient and good execution of a performance series. Yeah. So. Uh, so we did the latter, and uh, no regrets. Uh, we'll be uh, bringing them to market uh, at the same time. Yeah, it's a, and it's a wicked-looking thing. I mean, I, I think the, uh, uh, the 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 last-gen car, the 2015 car, uh, was a lot of chatter uh, initially from the uh, from the fan base. Uh, it was it was a very different uh, style direction. Uh, from from the retro uh, Mustangs of the past, I think it's been embraced by the uh, by, by the uh, fans obviously you see it in the sales numbers and this uh, this uh, uh, vehicle brings that uh, style again in a more muscular a uh, little more chiseled way uh, the dark horse is looking pretty serious from an aero perspective too is that a is that a rear wing I spy on the back of it yeah so first to the aggression right as you know uh, from our, our prior relationship here I uh, I served in the uh, GT500 business for a while on the prior gen, so uh, you know we certainly wanted to bring some of that uh, aggression of the front end over from the GT500, um, and then specifically when we started working on the uh, the dark horse, um, it wanted to be something unlike any any Mustang um, from an appearance aesthetic perspective, and, and the word we used was uh, sinister. You know, we really wanted to live up to the name, sort of unexpected, uh, something you don't see coming, but uh, once you notice it, it's, it's sinister, it has bad intentions. And the aerodynamics uh, lean into that, right? It's uh, it's uh, It's got a full-on uh, kit of uh, front splitter, uh, brake cooling ducts, underbody shields. We have more underbody shields than you know, any other uh, Mustang product that we've worked on uh, to reduce drag. Um, and as you as you mentioned, we have uh, two spoiler packages. Uh, one is uh, 
uh, standard on the dark horse, and then we uh, we have a handling pack, which uh, not only brings further arrow at the arrow and arrow balance down for us, but also uh, comes with a lot more uh, grippy tires as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a bandwidth uh, coming in for the first model uh, year of this car, uh, uh, you know, building from the, the Turbo 4 in the the EcoBoost car all the way up to this dark horse, uh, a lot to uh, look forward to. And I, and I think what's really going to uh, stun people, uh, every everyone obviously uh, uh, is excited about the headlines and horsepower, even the, the base uh, Turbo 4 gets a horsepower jump, but it, it's when you get inside this new Mustang, Ed, you really realize this is a new generation vehicle. You guys are doing a lot of work with electronics. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. So when you when you look at the classic exterior styling, it's certainly more aggressive, but it's it's unmistakably a Mustang. It's it's an evolution um, of of the iconic exterior design. The powertrains we've done what you would expect, and that's turn up the volume. Um, but the interior is completely revolutionary. Um, we've walked away from um, double binnacle uh, IP design, uh, gone to a uh, two large displays. Um, on most of the volume, it will be a, sh- a one-piece glass display uh, spanning from driver's side door uh, over to uh, next to the passenger there at the center stack. Um, and the content that's in these displays is uh, inspired by uh, by our video gamers. You know, it is uh, we use Unreal 3D graphics engines uh, for whatever that means. And um, the gamer, the gamers are going to uh, love that. Yeah, yeah. So my uh, I got a 20 year old that uh, is aware of what what's going on here, and uh, yeah, he's pretty uh, pretty impressed with the uh, the quality of the graphics, the content of the features. You know, including the uh, the new drift feature, which is uh, you know, just insane. So, um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a complete rethink around how you do an interior of a muscle car uh, with 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 performance being defined by uh, technology and feature content, right? So, just a new way of looking at performance. Yeah, no, it's it's really exciting, and uh, that space is getting smaller. Uh, you know, we're not going to get a new. Uh, uh, Challenger, we're, we're uh, hearing uh, that Camaro uh, is in its twilight years. So to, to hear about this kind of investment uh, from Ford in the Mustang is really exciting. Ed Krenz, uh, Chief Engineer for Ford Mustang, thanks for joining us. All right, anytime, Henry. Yeah, have a great weekend. You too. All right, that's going to do it for us here. On Car Radio, thanks for joining us today. Thanks to all our guests, uh, especially Lindsey Brook for coming in the studio and uh, joining us live for the first hour. Uh, I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This is our last program for 2022. We will see you next year. In the meantime, this is Henry Payne. Keep the shiny side up. of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person, and my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing, and I kept listening to the commercials, 
And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not. But I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID